this on your chin. No, I, I, <laughs> no, because I'm like, what is it? <laughs> no, I'm Put it on your chin. Put it on your chin. I did put it on my chin. Do what it, is, do it. What is it? <laughs> Day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Everybody has been doing this. They go right here. And I'm like, no, Negro, that is your cheek. This is your chin. Oh my gosh. I said, I said, I for coming back tonight for another episode of 30 something and virgin and as you can see tonight i have two handsome and gorgeous uh guests with me so let's give them a round of applause and welcome my production manager my niece anthony and Aaliyah. themselves like say what they do or what grade they're in so you can know <laughs> about them. Now that you've met my beautiful guests, I'm gonna. Uh, I was talking to them when we were recording our previous episode, and I was like, I wanna want to have you all on to talk about something. And a, a topic that I thought about was maybe 10 to 20 things teenagers wish they could talk to their parents about, but they can't. And us actually unpacking why they feel like they can't hold that conversation with their parents, right? So, um, for me, for instance, when I was younger. Um, my mom for a long time um, compared me to my older sister just with different little mistakes that my older sister had made. Shout out to number two, Savine Miles, uh, best big sister in the world. Um, she had made just like little things, um, gotten pregnant young. And uh, <clears throat> my mom had been taught by her parents and people around her when she was a kid that if you tell a kid constantly that they're going to do X, Y, and Z, it would stop them from doing that. For me, it frustrated me, um, and it made me feel like she didn't look at me as a person on my own. And I can remember um, this one incident where my friends and I went to a riding with another friend who was a male, and uh, we were having fun. <laughs> we were out riding around, having fun, living, living our best life. I was like ninth grade. And my mom found out about it, uh, everybody got a whooping because we weren't supposed to be outside. But when she got to me, I said, let me just say something, mama. And I said, stop comparing me to Ving. I'm not going to be like her. 
I see how you and Vane struggle with, like you struggle with us and how Vane struggles with her kids. I don't want a baby. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about me getting a baby before I get out of high school. You don't have to worry about me making any crazy decisions. That's not what I see for myself in the future. Like that's not what I want. So please stop comparing me to Vane and see me as myself. And I think that moment shocked the shit out of her because she had really, she had like really whooped everybody's ass, right? <laughs> She had like really like got in on everybody's ass and I got one lick. And after that, her respect for me grew. She started trusting me with money. She started trusting me with like doing different stuff for my siblings. Like the respect level grew. But it took me having the courage to say, well, just let me stay. Because, you know, like in black households, it's like if you talk back to a parent, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. <laughs> and in some aspects, some of, some of us do be trying to be, you know, or whatever, but sometimes it's just we want to hold a conversation with you because we want you to see us and like understand you're not raising a dummy. So I want to turn it over to um, Anthony and Aaliyah. They can decide who's going to speak first and we're just going to run through some things. We're just going to talk it through. What are some things that you wish you could talk to your parents about, but you feel that you can't? And I want you, as you're explaining, as you say the thing that it is that you wish you could talk to them about, what gives you the fear of not being able to speak with them about the thing. And parents, please, if you watch this, cool. If you watch this, parents, this is this is no shade or anything at any parent, Vane or, or Anthony's dad or mom. It's nothing like that. It's just, I wanted to, they felt like, when I said it to them, they felt like, hey, like there would be something good for parents to know. Like, hey, like these are some things that your kids wish they could hold a conversation with you about. Like the way that the world is moving and grooving, we need to be able to have these open uh, dialogues with kids to understand them and for them to understand us. So that's the goal of today's episode. Alright, so I'm going to turn it over to these beautiful people and you might hear me ask them a couple of questions, but I'm going to let them lead the way. Can you take my cup, please? <laughs> Your cup? Okay. Thank you. Oh no, it don't matter. They seem a little bit so, nervous. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so the big thing for me uh, and the type of person I am, what I wish that I and my fellow community members can talk to our parents about is our sexuality. Um, not only just because they're our parents, but we have to deal with a lot of backlash in school and in the earth and on social media just from other people. So the person that you, the people that you should be able to go to at all times is your parents. Even if your family isn't always opening, you always feel like your parents, they're your parents, they birthed you, they raised you, so you should always trust them. But in the black homes, 95% of the time, the parents are the one pushing them uh, down instead of pushing them up to success and like giving them that little push and like encouragement. And that really does affect the child. Um, not So for me, I, it affected me, but I had to realize at the same time, I'm building my own castle and I have to live it my way and I can't let what other people say knock me down. Even though they're my parents, when they speak on that, I just have to be like, I'm not hearing that. Mm -hmm. And that's not just for me, that's a whole lot of people because you have some parents that kill the children behind it or disown them, put them out. So it's a whole lot. And so for me, that's the biggest thing that I wish I could talk to my parents about. Mm -hmm. Before she goes, I have a question. Um, have you been able to have that conversation at any point now, recently, or is it no, not with either parent? The conversation has came up because of the fact that me getting in trouble, Get in trouble in a black home, your phone gets taken. Mm -hmm. Get your phone taken, they see things that they don't want to see. So the conversation came up that way. But 
I haven't actually been able to talk to them. I like everything to me. They know, but I'm still in the closet. That's how it is. Mm. Oh, wow. So how does that impact your everyday life? Like, how does that impact um, you as a, a human being? Like, how how are you able to? So for me, right, like my mom was super strict. Like you couldn't have a boyfriend, you couldn't you couldn't go certain places. And like my friends at school, like they would make fun of me and be like, oh, you know, you can't do da-da-da. And I remember telling them one time, like, you don't have to live in my house. So whatever the fuck you say, I don't care <laughs> because I gotta live with my mama. Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't agree with the stuff that she like like not giving me a curfew or whatever, um, I somehow at that age understood that she was doing, and I'm not saying, so please don't think that I'm saying like, this is what your parents are doing. But for me, I understood that my mom was doing the best that she could with what she knew and what she had been taught. And then I also knew for her as a parent, she had already experienced all of this stuff and she was trying to shelter me away from it. And it took me holding conversations with her for her to see you could, Unloose, unloose the the leash just a little bit, <laughs> right? You could do that, right? So that I don't, you don't have a fear of me running rampant. Have you ever felt like the urge to be like, let me go and just like sit down and talk or write a letter or do anything, or do you feel that I'm just gonna keep this? Like I, I used to say sometimes, my mom wouldn't let me go to bed. Like, oh, I can't wait till I get grown. I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> Is it so that so like which way do you feel? So I have two answers. I'm gonna answer that and I'm gonna answer the okay. next question. So to answer that, um, I have the urge, but as soon as I get ready to walk in my room, it's like I still need a bed to sleep in that night. So I ain't gonna go say nothing. Or I don't want to be disrespectful because they already had this conversation or uh, such that. So for an example, last night me and my dad was going through his file cabinet and he had, um, and I got in trouble in middle school and elementary. He would make me write it out. And so he kept those letters. And so last night I was reading one of them that I wrote. And in it, I don't know why I did this, but I spoke about my sexuality and I knew he was going to get it. So I don't know why I wrote about it. And I was reading it. But when I got to that part, I skipped over it just because I knew what it would have brought up if I would have read that out loud. Because to me, I'm still in the closet with everything. And then so to answer your first question of how it affects us, to me, I'm living a Hannah Montana life. At school and in public is my stage, and I'm Hannah Montana. I can be me and happy. At home, I'm Miley Cyrus, and I have to hide who I am. That, yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Aaliyah? <laughs> like the attention. Uh, mine's is like talking to my mom about a boy. Like, that's my, my biggest. You know, could that be all? <laughs> what, what's hard hard about it? So, uh, is it is it because she asked like mama? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when I say ask like mama, my uh, my older sister is her mother, and um, because <laughs> I want I, I want because I'm not we not so first off we not bashing nobody or nothing like that again. My mom was tough. And her thing was that she needed to raise strong, tough women so that they would not be dependent upon men in society, right? Or like whatever man came to them. And I think my sister does it the same way. And uh, I think maybe Aaliyah feels that she's a little bit tougher on her when it comes to talking to a boy. And I, I think it's out of fear. 
and Aaliyah and I have held this conversation recently here that I think that sometimes maybe um, her and Veen like cross cross bars simply because Veen is a female and like she's been in that place and I think that it's, it's scary for her to think that her baby daughter like her only daughter would come home with a child or you know a disease or something like that not she's saying not that it's sleeping. Yeah, not saying that it's right, but saying that, like, you know, like, she's a parent and, like, that's a fear. And unfortunately, in black homes, we haven't been shown or, like, in most black homes, you haven't been shown or you don't know how to. Some people don't know how to express those emotions without it feeling like I'm going to whoop your ass if you don't do what I say. <laughs> Versus saying, like, look, I done been down this path. Don't be stupid. And I know that um, Fiend has maybe held a conversation with you, like, talking about, like, her past and different things and saying different stuff. So, like, when you do talk to her, what is it that brings up the fear for you? Because, like, she be like, you probably going to go out there and get a baby and you don't want it. I'm like, I don't even, like, you know, thinking about it. Like, I don't be focused on it. So you want her to understand that you're not focused on it? Yeah, like, I'm focused on living the child life, like, you want to be a teenager? Yeah. Instead of trying to be grown. Yeah. And it's, and it's the crazy thing is, it was the same thing for my mom. My mom always said, like, you're going to wind up like Vane with a baby. And I was like, I don't, but I don't want a kid, though. Like, <laughs> and that's why I had to tell her that day. I was like, I don't want a baby. Like, I see. Look, it's eight of us. <laughs> Shit, it no is eight of us. <laughs> no, no, exactly. No more children need to be added. We got your grandkids. Like, no, I do not want a kid. Huh? It's a lot of them too. Ranking. Yeah, it's like it's about thirty of y'all now. So it's like shit. Like nobody want no. Like don't add to that. But again, I'm not taking up for your parents, right? I'm just thinking, and I'm not a parent, but I am an awesome auntie and godmother. Most of the times, I haven't. uh, Oh, y'all check out my goddaughter, Kaylin. She's cooking and she's doing braids and she's doing letters. Like, check her out. Braids by Kay. I don't know what her picture thing is called and I don't know what her cooking thing is called. I know she wants to cook though. She cooks really good food, so check her out. Um, but uh, as a parent and even as an aspiring parent, like I know like how they're holding a conversation with me, I want to be able to hold these conversations with my kids. If I have a, if I had a child who was a homosexual or like yeah. the, they identified as another um, gender, because like I, I'm learning like this. If you had a child in the LGBTQI plus community, if I had a child that was a part of the alphabet community, I would not. <laughs> I would alphabet. not. Because that's what I said in the classroom. Because I could never get it right. It was so many letters. Like they keep adding. Keep adding. <laughs> LGBTQIA plus. Yep. LGBTQIA. If I could, I if I have that. a baby that is an alphabet, I'm gonna stick <laughs> with like you know, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna work my darnest to understand them, right? And I think um, there's so many layers to this to pull it out, right? Like thinking about the black church, thinking That's about what I want to speak on too. Okay, by us being African Americans, most of us are grown up in the church or religious, and that hinders a lot of parents just for my age group because of the. Like years they were grown in, so like mm-hmm. my mom, she had to sneak out a lot as a kid just because she was at church seven days a week. Um, she couldn't wear jeans, couldn't wear shorts. Always had to wear those long skirts and everything. And for a while, my granny didn't let her wear pants and everything. So, being raised up in the church and religion, then you get to her. Both of her kids are homosexual. And Your so, mom? Yes. 
both of us. And so, it's like, I know y'all like the Lord. I know y'all love him. And y'all y'all, y'all in church. What happened? And then, you, you read scripture. And then you also read another scripture that go against that scripture. So, it's like, I love you, but you know it's wrong. And so, uh, I had a conversation with my dad uh, some time ago. And we was talking about it. I was like, this is my life. And he said, that's right. Because when you die, you got to see face to face with God. And I say, let me do that. Because you got your own sins that you need to worry about. Stop worrying about mine. I'm telling your son. Stop worrying about mine. <laughs> and so church does deal a lot with this. Yeah, church. And I, I think because we... Um, a lot of people f- feel like if it's if I've seen it go this way and it worked this way, then this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the right thing to do. Yeah. Like when I talked about faith over fear Fridays today, like I said, like I always I have this issue with. I don't know if Anthony remembers, but when we first started out, I had like a, a clipboard with a paper on it, and it was this, it was this, it was this, and that was so tedious. It helped. It did help with the production, but it was extremely tedious, and I felt like it took a bit away from the authenticity of what I was attempting to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you didn't want it to be scripted. Yeah, I didn't want it to be completely scripted. So now I write down a couple of notes, and I like remember like where certain things go, right? And I think with parents sometimes, they're like, so like my mom had eight kids, and she has a different relationship with the last four than she does with the first four, right? Completely different. And I can remember coming home from undergrad and like listening to my mom, my little talking, I was like, I was like, y'all lucky. And he was like, what? I was like, cause mama is like a, like y'all have a friend relationship with mama. Mama way easier with y'all. Like with us, it was bam, 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 bam. All the time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And with them, it was a little bit lighter. And I, I just think that sometimes parents, <sighs> Not and it's not not a failure. Um, I just think that sometimes parents refuse to think outside of the box about their kids. Like I always find myself, um, yeah, and I, I always find myself like I, I understand what my sister Savine is saying when it comes to Shishi, but then I find myself like I'm a. But this is when I talk to her. This is what I gather, right? Because I see so much of myself in my niece. I was extremely shy as a as a, a young female. Um, <laughs> I will share what, what happened yesterday, but I'm not going to share that. Like, extremely shy as a female, um, <laughs> didn't want to speak up or whatever. But when I like when I gained my mom's respect by speaking up with her, speaking up to her, oh, it was over for everybody else. You you done so? <laughs> like, oh, I could speak up to my mom and she heard me. Oh, everybody can get it. And I think that that is a power that parents need to give their kids. And not saying that when I spoke up, I was disrespectful because I said, Mama, can you listen to me for a second? I know I'm going to get a whooping. I I, I know I'm going to get a whooping. But let me me tell you this. And the fact that she listened to me and heard me changed the dynamics of our relationship. And I feel like if we listen to kids now, like, for instance, this school year, at the beginning of the school year, them 11th graders hated Akila Miles. You understand me? <laughs> they hated Akila Miles. Akila Miles was the was the Satan spawn. Okay, because I, they, I was forcing them to do AP Lang. Yes. Um, I forcing them to write every day, yes. forcing them to read all the time. And he, Anthony is one of my my former students. So that's why he's saying yes. <laughs> like I was consistent. And one one of the students told me, Well, Miss Miles, we've never had somebody hold us this accountable. 
And the crazy thing was I had never had kids hold me accountable too because I got a sleek mouth. And uh, I got a, my temper. When you when I feel like a, a student is disrespecting me, like it's like, and um, <clears throat> these students made me realize like, Miss Miles, we get that you are the adult in the room, but just if you bag back a little bit, we can come together. And I don't know if Anthony noticed it, but I began to back back, try to give them a little bit of space, try to make sure that I'm always trying to have fun. But if you, if you tee the tartar, <laughs> what do you mean by that? Not doing your homework, but it's your fault. Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. Those things. And it was like, oh, I ain't going to pass this. Did you do what you need to do to pass? Did you read? Oh, you didn't read. Oh, okay. <laughs> or in my fifth period class, they would get mad because the smart kids, and I'm going to call them the smart kids, the five smart kids that did all the work, they would get mad when those kids started talking shit to them and be like, do your work, then you won't have to wait for us to give an answer. Mm, mm, I'm tired of that. Mm, wait for us to give an answer. Right. But uh, I digress. But I, I begin to, Anthony, did you, do you feel like y'all noticed like me beginning to step back and like, not I be can't as speak from that because I didn't, I didn't get that miles that other miles got. But I was the same way. It was every... the same way, but I did my homework. I answered questions, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get the stare like stop waiting on them to talk and y'all do y'all stuff. I didn't get that. So you was always the same with me. Okay. Well, can't... I can say uh, she's the difference. She does. Remember, at first she hated you. Oh yeah, but she but she hated me from last, last year, year with Mister. Like she hated her and uh, she her. told me that we got into it. Who? Me and you. We didn't get into it. You were mad. You something I can't remember. Did but you got really really smart. And you were right on. I'm not gonna lie. On, you were super disrespectful. And I was That's what she told me. I was like, I don't remember. I was trying to keep coming over there because I had our there had already been. It was other stuff, right? So I was like, I need to handle this before it blows up. And there was a teacher that had a whole lot of problem because of his his uh, his speech, and and then because of his own. So that's the, I can even utilize him because of his particular beliefs and his religion. It wasn't in him to get riled up or to, to speak loud to you all. That wasn't something that he would do to command the classroom, right? So yeah, <laughs> but she she was that, that was because they were always late to his class, and they would get mad if we if I said something, or they would have their phones in the back of the classroom. <laughs> yeah, that was that was it. It was like team turn up up in this one, and I would always get called across the hall. <laughs> so that that was that. Um, but yeah, like I think because. Okay, so I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to say I think because I'm going to stop right there. So what's another thing, Aaliyah, that you wish that you could talk to any adult about? No, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I Because y'all came up with two good ones, like talking about sexuality, relationships. Like, I, I wish that I could talk to... Now I can talk to my mom a lot more about, like, personal, like, uh, romantic relationships than I could when I was younger. When I was young, it was like, uh uh. So I don't particularly deal with this, but a lot of kids, teenagers do sexual intercourse. Because 
because it's always like even the ones that are that that are out there doing it, like an example in a doctor's room, you can't never say nothing because your parent writes that. So that's something that I don't deal with it. Um, I don't think you deal with that. I don't deal with that. Said. So, but a lot of kids do deal with that because they feel like since they did it, the parent is gonna again disown them or push them down, but. The way I look at it, I want to put my daddy business out there, but he was on stone back then. And so, certain things... You need to put that music in, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, the things that me and my siblings did, or just me specifically, you can't get on me because you was doing way worse than what I was doing. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The type of stuff I do, did, okay, change grades in school. I didn't skip class. I would... Not do homework for something, but you was out there bringing stuff to school, uh, selling stuff, and skipping school, and doing all this other stuff. So it's like you getting on me, but I ain't doing nothing that's close to what you're doing. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the parent, like devil advocate. <laughs> True, you might not be doing it, but because your parent has lived that and they've already gone through that experience, now they're like, I don't want my child to be the bad person that I was. If I was selling dope on campus, I don't want my little boy to be selling dope on campus because it looks different for them if they're doing it on campus. They're selling dope on campus now. If uh, I was sneaking out the house, sneaking out the window, sneaking boys in the window, doing da-da-da, I looked up and I didn't get pregnant. But what if I had gotten pregnant at that age? I don't want my daughter to go through that. Right? Like, my mom. <laughs> oh, Lord. My mama is so, like, y'all, y'all always talk about my family. My mama is a trip. I, don't, I cannot remember how the conversation of sex came up. But the conversation of sex came up. My mama said these these were her exact words, and this ended the conversation. Oh, sex! This shit is better read about in a book. I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, great, well, Yeah, so I guess I gotta read a novel. <laughs> guess I gotta read a novel to know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> but I um, it is it's, it's very strange because. <laughs> Um, as a kid, I thought that, and this is because now my mom, she felt that it, it, you had to be at a certain age to know about stuff. And this is me at 11 or 12 talking to some friends of mine, um, who were a little bit more fluent in, um, sexuality and of course, and all that. I didn't know nothing about it. And I was again, 10 or 11. So my mom didn't feel a need to speak mm-hmm. to me about that. Right. Um, I thought my mom had eight kids at this point. So I was like, I told my friends they were talking about, you know, being a virgin. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm listening to them talk because I can't get in the conversation because of what they're, the stuff, the, the stuff that they're talking about, I don't understand. But when they started talking about virginity, I thought I understood it. So I said to them, well, my mama was a virgin eight times. What? <laughs> and this was before I understood what being a virgin was because I thought that you had sex, you got pregnant. This is and this and y'all can call me dumb if you want to. That's your mama. Uh, <laughs> that's your mama's mama in the dirt. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I thought that they had sex, they got pregnant, and once they had the baby, they became a virgin again. <laughs> that's what I thought. I, again, I'm nine between nine and eleven. So I don't, you know, nobody's talking to me about sexual intercourse or anything like this. So that's what I thought. And my friend's that's like, what you heard. huh? That's what you heard. Don't know what you heard. Well, it, yeah, basing, yeah, never, never understood. Yeah, basing it off of like that. And I was, 
when I said this to my friend, they bust down and started laughing. Like, nah, once you start having sex, that's it. And I was like, oh, for real? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but for me, um, after seeing, like, my sister struggle, like, her talk to me, my sister would talk to me about um, what they got in welfare or whatever for kids or whatever. And I think for two kids, it was $120. And after seeing that, I was like... I don't want to, my, my, I have an uncle, shout out to Uncle Newt. My Uncle Newt from my ninth grade year until my senior year, he uh, called himself using reverse psychology on me. Don't you be out here acting crazy, horse, he called me. He called all of my mama's daughter's horse. Um, you gonna wind up pregnant. And I was like, one day I wanted to tell him so bad, like you, this reverse psychology shit is really not working. Uh, if I want to do something, I'm gonna do it. But I don't because all I see is babies coming from sex and I don't want no baby. Like I I don't, it's not cute to talk that motherfucker on my own. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I always had my two youngest little sisters <laughs> with me. <laughs> Cause you know, now people think like y'all younger people, everybody is so excited to get pregnant, get pregnant because, <gasps> oh my God, now I get to have a gender reveal. Oh my God, we get to have a baby shower. I get to that price. Yep. Oh my God. I could do a photo shoot. Oh my God. I get to dress it up. No, motherfucker. I mean, walk I around like this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's tell y'all, it was so many girls that was in like in eight and ninth grade with me that was pregnant. I was like, what in the world? Like, how y'all mama let y'all? Like, There's two people in grade. 11 grade? It was just a girl. At our school, but they don't have a mama. It was a okay. girl last year with me, her name Nikia. Nikia, she got pregnant by a boy. That he he was cool, Jason. I don't know if he cool or not, but he got pregnant by him. That boy left the girl alone. He wanted him care about that baby. Because that's all they want. I was like, I feel so bad for. Them. They want that one night, and after that, they they probably still talk to you. But the minute you say I got a baby, that's yours. So how does that make you all feel? How do you do you think that if you were able to hold a conversation with your parents about sex and understand like what sex is and all of that, do you think that that would help you uh, better navigate being sexual or deciding when you want to have sexual intercourse? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, what's yeah, the, what's the no? No, because of the fact that I told you not to do it. <laughs> your religious say don't do it till you married. Ain't living in my house under my roof, and you broke my roof. That's just. Then you get pregnant. You get pregnant. You, you, you want your mom? Did you do it in my house? <laughs> <laughs> that is the first thought they had. Like you, you did that in my bed. Okay. So even with stuff now, um, my dad was still like, "Of course, that this is my house, this is my roof." Now I always tell him, "I don't think the way that you think." So unless you want me to do something that you want me to do, you got to tell me because I don't. You may think that. This cup supposed to be on that side of the floor. I'm sorry. In my mind, a cup just sit down. So, it's, it's fine. Um, And then, just related to sex, everybody don't think about it. Yeah, we go to school. Well, I can speak on me because I go to a kill. We really don't talk about that up there at kill. Kill, we really just talk about it. Ninth grade, too. Everybody talk about it. No. Don't talk about that kill because no. they're they sex ed class. And we had sex ed class, and it was so hilarious to us. <laughs> Because we already knew what was going on because we had it in middle school. But in that class, we was kind of like telling the teachers, like, we know this. We are in the world, but at the same time, we not out there doing it. We 
we understand we want to go through college. And when you look at all the people, not that everybody do, but when you look at a lot of people that get pregnant, have a baby, and drop out. Mm. We want we it now, our degree. Class 201, we want our degree. And so we really don't want nothing to get in our way of stopping that. And a lot of people that, that's in our class that's left kit that has stopped. And so we look at like it should never left. Most they of the girls that they got pregnant in my play, they stayed at school. We just, I guess, they parents um, they were sending their child out of here at school. That's one thing I couldn't deal with. Megan, what? If I was a female, me getting pregnant. And one, I got to tell my parents that I did it. And I need you to watch my child while I'm in school. <laughs> what, so, what? Were you friends with any other young ladies that got pregnant? I just knew of them, like. I wasn't cool with them. Like, oh, you can be the best friend of the world. You're my favorite friend. You know, I mean, like that. I just knew. Like, they spoke to me. Like, hey, it was hey, bye. You know, it was it. I wasn't friends with I just like, hey, bye. Are you in my class? <laughs> it's it. like, now I got to try not to look at them differently. But what would make you look at them differently? Because they had this, just because they got a baby, it has to be something different. No, not like that. I'm just saying, I know where we came from. I know what we worked towards. What changed? I know your goal, and mm-hmm. now you just forgot about it and everything. So what changed? Is it necessary that they forget about it? Because sometimes a lot of a lot of young people, for some reason, out of like this need for love from a parent. Oh, I don't, I don't feel like my parent loves me enough. Or I don't feel like my family loves me enough. They reach out to someone else. They cling on to something else uh, that gives them that pleasure. That gives them that feeling. And it's not, I don't think necessarily, and I'm not, I can't speak for them. I can only speak for people that I know myself. I don't think that it has ever been, um, I don't know. For me, I could never deviate from my goal. I knew that I, um, I love my hometown. Shout out to Jonestown, Mississippi. I love my hometown, but I knew I couldn't be a statistic. Um, and there were certain things that I felt that were going to, going to cause me to be a statistic a statistic and one of those was a baby so I couldn't have a baby because I didn't want to be a statistic at that time and not to say I have a friend um shout out to Sashina Galmore uh she had a baby at a really young age uh, did she have like I said ninth grade or tenth grade one or the other but she has gone on she went through undergrad she went to graduate school uh <coughs> raised her son pretty well uh so he is a nut. Yes, Isaiah. Shout out to Isaiah. Hometown edits. Um, <clears throat> I think it's. I think sometimes those things play a part, and then I think sometimes, like to to be honest, like when we having fun, we are not thinking all the time. You know. No, I, like me, like at a party, you know. I don't really do not just sit or I dance with Sean or other than that. I, I just be having fun. Like, I don't be thinking about nothing. Really, I just think about having fun, living my life. <laughs> and then, like, speaking of parties, at kids' parties, it's already small, you know? We ain't no big class. <laughs> so then, we all just in a circle together just dancing. It don't ever get to that point because we small, ain't nobody go on campus. Yeah, there are some kids that find spaces, but at the same time, like, they, they still always make make it back to the party and we just having fun. It don't ever come across our mind that we need to go in the restroom and do something. Because it's just us. We just, all, that's all we got. Just parties, you know. Just. 
Oh, okay. I don't know what that meant. It then went off. That means it's up. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> um, so we said we're going to do 10. We've only done two so far. So can we get three? Can we, can we get three more that we feel like oh, something? We did, we, did, we, did we did three? Okay, well, two more then. Uh, <laughs> money for me. For me? Because. Trust. Okay, so we're going to go money, then trust. My sister was the, that's where I used to type to. Any money that's showing that she would go ask for it. Me, I guess I got to the point where I've made my own money. It's harder for me to go ask my dad or mom for money because I feel like they'll say, you got your own money. But my sister always say, just go to him and ask him. And when I do, he gives it. But I'm like, at the same time, I'm scared to ask stuff like he gonna say I got my own. And then some parents that I have friends of, just I have to give. So then they come to other people, and I be like, well, go to your parents. But then they explain. I'll be like, it's different households. So they they feel like they can't ask their parents because the parent is probably like only making a minimum amount or something like that. And don't the excuses? Well, not excuse, but the reality is bills and everything. I be like. If your highest you could go is just example iPhone on seven, you still put your iPhone seven to the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Trust. Yeah, trust. Like me, I feel like I think my mom should trust me on certain things. Like me going to a party. She don't even like me going to the party list, Jay Sean or somebody there. I be trying to tell her, like, I don't be studying nobody at their party but myself. My safety and me just having fun, living my little teenage life, you know, just, like, she's trust me going out with my friends or, you know, going to my friend's house, you know, just, like, trust me with certain things. Ain't nothing gonna happen. Like, nobody else lit up but girls, like, so no man and boy lit up, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just me. And on the, I kind of see both sides of it as the mm-hmm. ten, one of the big a teenager, but on top of that, I'll see the adult side because how do I know exactly what's going on without me being around you? Yeah, I understand um, that too, though. So, for the longest, I couldn't just go out with my friends, but after a time where my, I started building that trust in my dad, okay, I can go be with this group. I can always hang out with Jasmine and Vincent and all because they trust them. They know that we're not going to do nothing that go potentially ruin my life. Um, then it got to a point where, okay, now you're really going not, I need to track your device just in case something happens. I no, yeah, I think she got to check on my phone. Um, yeah. All that. So it's more, it's with the trust, but at the same time, age. And as I've gotten older, I've been able to do more and more such things. Like it's, for example, I have a new mentor that I made with the other day. When I was 13 and wanted a mentor, I probably wouldn't be able to meet with him like I could now. Um, just because age. So being older does help with trust, but at the same time, be like, you can still Give me the opportunity to show you that you can trust me. Mm. And I feel like that. No, they, and they, I think a lot of parents do it more so not because they don't trust you, but out of fear of what other people will do. Especially uh, in this community now. Yeah, yeah, especially like in this, this especially in this time. Like my little brother Eric probably thinks that uh, I'm going crazy or something because right after George Floyd, uh, if he said that he was going somewhere, I was like, you okay? <laughs> if he posted something and it sounded remotely like something was wrong, was everything good? You, you need to come to Houston? Like, you know, like it was, it's always that. And it's out of fear of you don't know what, like I can trust you. Like I can say, Anthony, can you drive my car down the street and get some chips? Like I can trust that you will be okay driving down the street. But what if somebody is the other night when, when Shishi and I were coming home, some people decide they want the race down whistle. 
Mm-hmm. Acting crazy, like mm-hmm. yeah. So and it's and I think mm-hmm. parents are more or less that's what they're doing. They feel like I gotta drive the way that my child is living currently because I gotta be more concerned about what outsiders are gonna do versus what they're gonna do. And speaking on that, before I got my license permit and everything, my mom was still letting me drive her car alone. And it was to one night where a car almost hit me and I had to pull up, I was so shooken up and everything. And literally after that, she will not let me drive by myself. And I'm just like, you let me do it in the past, but saying that is the fear of what somebody else could do because just mm-hmm. say that would have happened, that would have been on her, her conscience and everything. So mm-hmm. that, that's and I, I, I think if you, if you all sit back now and think about it, what I told my little sisters I remember years and years ago, I said, we have to remember that our parents are human beings too. And that there is not a guidebook to being a parent or being a human being, right? You, you're doing it based, it's trial and error. And sometimes it's a lot of errors <laughs> before you get to the perfect thing, right? But uh, I think that they do everything out of love. Like, I have no doubt that my sister or my mom or whatever, even when my mom was telling me, like, oh, you're going to wind up like da-da-da. She wasn't saying that out of hate or hurt from my sister or from me. She was saying that out of, like, I need to protect you from making these mistakes because I know I have eight kids and I know what the struggle of eight kids is like. I don't want that to be on you. Right. So I think if y'all live in there and I, I, I totally understand trust, but that's when I gained, I think my, the story that I told y'all, that's when I gained my mom's trust. Cause at first she was like, <clears throat> I think she thought that I couldn't think for myself. Cause I remember her telling me beforehand that I was naive and different stuff or whatever. And I was like, what? Like, I don't even know what the word means, lady. Go on. But uh, <laughs> at that time, uh, but when she, when she held the conversation. So I feel like the biggest thing as a parent or and as a young adult and young teenagers is that y'all have to hold open lines of communication with your parents. Even if you feel like your parent is going to snap off, they mouth going to be slick or they're going to be upset. You got to be able to, when you see the need, hold that conversation. And even if you got to ask them, like I told you, I started my conversation off with, just let me say this. Don't be, you know, I know you're probably going to be mad. I'm, I'm still going to get this not whooping. I'm being disrespectful. Yeah, I'm not being disrespectful. I just want to say what's on my mind. Look, you can go off on me later. Just go. <laughs> so you can go off on me later. It's just something yeah. that's been on my mind lately, and I finally got the courage to tell you. So now I just respect. <laughs> just go off on me later on. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Let me have it. What's one piece of advice? So uh, I think we did four. So four is good. Mm-hmm. So let's do like a piece of advice that you would give your peers. What's something that you would advise your peers on? Um, let's see. Think before you act. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, okay, go ahead. What do you mean when you say think before you act? In everything, um, in having conversations with your parents, thinking of how to word it correctly, and going out and having sexual intercourse if that's what you're doing, or going to a certain party. It's like, for just being honest, for a time limit, me and Jasmine were separated. Just because she was doing something that I could not let happen to me because it happened to my sister. And I saw what my sister went through losing her scholarship and everything. I was like, if I can get caught with her, just being everything, that's going to ruin my name and my reputation and go to jail and my record and everything. And so just think about everything. So for the time limit, I had to think. I can't go to her house right now because I know what's over there. Mm-hmm. I can't. I could go with you here, but I can't go with you there. So think before everything that you do. Good sass talk, Aaliyah. Oh, no. <laughs> I had some in my mind, but it didn't live on. Uh, I'm trying to see. Okay, I got some. 
Okay, I got some. <laughs> you ready? Okay. Um, don't think pregnancy is like a fun thing. Like getting pregnant at your age, I see. Like my mom told me, getting pregnant is not cute. It's stupid because you stealing on your parents' roof, and that's disrespectful because your parents taught you right. And oh. Uh, you still got your whole life ahead of you. You a teenager, you know, you still a child. I got a question. What? what about those parents that didn't teach you that? Okay, so that... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't like... Know. I don't know. I can't really say. Because, like... So, my thoughts is that, like I told y'all, my mom didn't necessarily talk to us about sex or whatever. It was just like, don't do that, right? Mm-hmm. So, you have to be... As Anthony said, like, think before you do. You have to, even as a teenager, be able to think about the decisions that you're making, even if your parent didn't teach you about that. Like, my mom didn't tell me, like, different things about sex, but because I knew that babies came from sex, I immediately said, I'm going to be a virgin until I get married because I ain't got time for these babies. (laughs) I don't want nothing on my hip. I don't want to tote nobody behind me. I want to be able to get up and go when I'm ready to. And it's not necessarily saying that being pregnant is, I do feel like, I, I, I don't not, I'm not trying to be mean to teenage people that have gotten pregnant. Because again, like I told you, I had a friend who did uh, exceptionally well with her. <laughs> I did accept that has done exceptionally well for herself. Um, but I know that she faced a lot of trying times. Right. And I wouldn't want to place that on myself. So I think like, as Anthony said, like, thinking about all of your decisions and people are, you're not going to be taught everything. Like my mom taught me certain things about money, but she didn't teach me things, certain things about saving money. I learned that on my own because I watched her struggle. So as teenagers, y'all have to be, uh, thinking about the consequences, thinking about the consequences, but also being, uh, receptive of what's happening around you and learning from other people's mistakes. A lot of stuff I didn't have to go through because I watched other people and I was like, Oh, okay. I see what they got you. I'm good. Yeah, example, like like Anthony's sister, right? Or seeing <laughs> Anthony saw that and he understood, like, I can't be with this friend, right? Like, I, I love my friend, but I'm not going to let my friend hinder where I'm going. I'm not going to let you stop what I have going on, right? And stop me from reaching my goals. Yeah, or stop you from reaching your goals. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> what kids have to, what teenagers have to realize is that so when I was teaching ninth grade, I only had one, one class in ninth grade when I first moved out here. And the first thing that I told them is that this is the foundation of your your uh, high school years. And they're like, well, Miss Miles, what do you mean? And I was like, here, here sets the foundation for how the rest of your years is gonna be. So let's say if you start off and you have a shitty year, you're not doing any work, you're skipping class, doing X, Y, and Z, and you do that for the first two years, Oh, and now you decide you want to go to peer review and they say that your GPA needs to be a 2.89 or a 2.78, but your GPA is currently at a 1.5 because you fucked up for two years. I told you that ninth grade year is your foundation, right? So you got to do the work. Now you got to, now you got two years to fix that. And hopefully <laughs> you they, can they fix that. They say your ninth grade year um, is your like, yeah, like yeah. it shows how you like how your rest of your year gonna be going by, like how rest of your school year gonna be going. Yep, yeah, that's why I said it's your foundation because yeah. it, it tells you that. Like it. Can I speak on that? Mm-hmm. And so, excuse me. I don't want to word it, 
you never know the outcome of something. I know I read that all wrong, but I'm gonna give it a go. Me, I heard of the honor society, but never thought about it or tried to work towards it. And then all of a sudden I began to touch it. So I never know, knew that that GPA would have got me that. Me having this type of uh, business mind and interacting with those at the school would have got me that. So you never know what is gonna come. This is how you word it. You never know who's watching. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Someone, mm-hmm. That you watch, someone that's watching you can see you doing amazing and give you the opportunity of a lifetime. And yep. that's another sad song. Yep, that is another sad song. Yeah, y'all, y'all are some, these are some pretty intelligent young people that I have beside me. Yeah. Shout out to Leah and Anthony. Mm-hmm. Yes, but uh, out there to everybody, your ninth grade year is your foundational year. Like, that is the year where you need to set up what you're going to do. That is your year where you need to understand the importance of your GPA. Um, <clears throat> the importance of, like, if you're skipping a class, missing class work or whatever, um, that's the year when you need to... Uh, as an eighth grader coming into ninth grade, sometimes you are just excited to be a freshman. High school. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Like, you just like, oh, I'm in high school. You can't tell me nothing. But it's for the reality of the teachers. They're like, oh, shit. It was a lot, it was a <laughs> like lot of kids in my grade, ninth grade, that thought, like, oh, I could do whatever I want them in high school. Now can't nobody tell me nothing. Okay. And that's how. You, you keep thinking that that's the wrong. I told them that's the wrong. You can't think like that because... You ain't even nowhere near out of school yet. You trying to think that you can do all this and that. Yeah, like, no, you can't do that. You're going to start failing classes. You're going to be skipping class, failing, failing tests. You probably don't be studying, you know, like you got to. Yeah. And that's how, I'm going to say, ah, that's how we 2021 look at ninth grade this year. Like, <laughs> y'all are acting home fools. Like, yeah. my grade, the ninth grade, they come to our school now. Like, this, y'all know, now still coming too. Yeah, he coming too. But I'm how to teach them, like, yo, ninth grade, chill, you got to do, you got to, it's important. Like, you got to focus, you got to study, you got to do all that. Yeah, because Anthony came to Sunnyside my second year there, right, Anthony? Because you're, this class that just graduated 2020 was there when I first got there. Mm-hmm. That was my first year. You're talking about Sunnyside or Kip? Uh, Sunnyside, Sunnyside. When you came to the high school. My freshman year was your second year? Mm-hmm. Freshman year was my second year, and uh, <laughs> no, Kip Sunnyside High School. Oh, uh, and let's let's, let's let's make sure we bleep out the Kips. <laughs> let's make sure we bleep those out. <laughs> but um, what I was gonna say was when I saw Anthony on campus, my first encounter with him was him doing some type of work for the school. And it was like pictures and those different things, right? And over the years, he consistently progressed with like doing different work for the school, taking pictures and doing all this different stuff. And you began like, as a, I didn't know him personally. I didn't like Anthony and I didn't get to know each other like completely personally until this year. But over the years, I knew of Anthony because of the stuff that he did on campus. What am I saying? Well, what you do on campus, just because I'm not your teacher doesn't mean a person is not watching you doesn't mean that they're not paying attention to you right so like if we talk about that incident in a teacher's classroom i knew don't take offense to anything i say i knew that because anthony um anthony had been given certain privileges on campus because he did so much work because he was so involved in certain stuff that anthony 
Yeah, yep, yep. He felt like he, he felt like a little bit above. Like, oh no, I can do X, Y, and Z because I like they know me. Well, you ain't nobody. I'm on the same level as you. Yep, that's yep, yep. He t- look, he's taking it out my mouth now. I ain't gotta say it. He said it, right? But I also knew from what other coworkers had told me that he was a good student and he just needed to be heard. Right, so that's why, like that day when he was snapping out, I was like, okay, let me go over there, cause if I don't go over there, they're gonna call the assistant principal, and the assistant principal, he really ain't taking none of that. So he it like, really got worse. <laughs> yep, he, it would have got worse. You'd have been at home, right? And uh, saying all that to say, like people are always, like Anthony said, they're always watching, they're always looking at you to see. And I'm not saying don't have fun. Like I remember skipping, I don't, I don't skip class, I don't skip school. I was the class clown. I've done it all, but. Didn't stop me from getting my work. Didn't stop me from making sure I was on top of stuff, right? Like, and that, I think that's the thing that I want teenagers to take away from this is that, one, you need to communicate with your parents. Two, you need to make sure that you understand where you're headed in life. And you might, like, be like, Miss Miles, oh, I'm a kid. And your point? <laughs> and your point? Mm-hmm. Like I was telling my cousin, even if you don't know exactly what career you want to go in or what you want to do in your life, have a plan. Just say, even if your plan is, I'm a plan to think of what I want to do in my life. Just have a plan. Because I asked my cousin, I was talking to him, and he don't know at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you are in high school. What you mean you don't know? You mm-hmm. want to just walk across the, it, the stage he's going right now. He ain't walking across no stage. But do you want to walk across the stage? And do mm-hmm. you want, because he keeps telling me he want money. What you going to do to get money? Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to let the white man handle it. They going to be the one to take it. So, another fast talk. Have some type of plan. Like I said on my channel, when you have a plan or start something, you start your foundation. And once you start your foundation, you can't go down. You can only go up from that. Just have a plan. That's important. I love it. I'm telling y'all, y'all see who y'all see what I'm working with. Y'all see what I'm working with. That's why that's why he on my team. That's why he's a part of PakilaMiles.com. Did you want to add anything else, Shishi? Because you you have a, a lot of knowledge here that you're yes. for some reason very shy to let out. The camera off. It is. Oh, I believe you. It been off the whole time? No, it's after the 30 minutes. Okay. Hmm. Trying to see. I got to think nasty. I've been listening to y'all and like. <laughs> she hilarious, y'all. Yes. Knock that. Uh, choose your friends wisely. Yeah. Ooh, say that again, sis. Choose your friends wisely because they can be your friend. <laughs> they can be your friend and they can tear you down, you know. Mm, speak, sis. Like, you gotta choose your friends and wise. I'm telling you, cause they could be your friend. They could be all he ha ha, all in your favor. Then behind your back, they all uh, she ugly. She ain't nothing, you know. Like you gotta choose your friends. Like really, you don't really need friends. You really like you can really need yourself. You don't need your friends. I feel like you don't need friends to, you know, <sighs> build yourself up. I disagree. Right. I'm gonna tell you why I disagree. <laughs> and I, I'm gonna tell you why. Like I, I get so. For instance, I'm not necessarily saying I disagree with the fact that you don't need friends to like grow, but I disagree with the fact. Like the Bible tells you that if you find uh, two friends, right, yeah. 
these two friends you found like a true friend indeed right like this is a good thing and as a kid like what Aaliyah was just speaking on I had people that I assumed were my friends Mm -hmm. and then when I got out of high school and started talking to other people they're like well you know they said you did I found that these people had been utilizing me as the backbone of their lives and different things like that right but I also had one of my childhood friends who is now who has was my best friend in childhood and now is my best friend in adulthood I don't know what I would do if I didn't have Marquita as my friend like if I didn't have her to talk to to bounce ideas off of to call and say I'm frustrated to call and say I feel alone whatever it was right like that's that and that she's one of those friends that the Bible speaks of she's somebody that I'm never gonna let go of right because she's always been there right she's been there when I felt down or whatever right it's like, like I'm not saying that I I don't Marquita is a person that I need in my life mm-hmm. right she's a friend that I, I, well, she I want yeah like her her consistent talk like we the way we talk about family and God I couldn't talk about that with other people mm-hmm. because they don't understand it right and um I like again I've been burned by female friends who was like oh well they said you did this or da da this da da that and she yeah or she's this or she's that like I even had people recently to come back and say well like these friends of yours said that you know when you were little you thought you was too much how the fuck あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ
you when you choose a friend, you chose them for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And what they brought to that friendship. So like you say, uh, mm-hmm. uh, she brought something that you needed. And so, for example, me and Tess, I could talk to her about God, and I love that. That's why we sit on the phone all day, because we just <laughs> we could talk like that. But then, so I have my best friend, and so chose her for a reason. She's my best friend for a reason. Let another friend me. come in the mix, broke us up. I'm thinking somebody else didn't lie on my name, everything. It's this friend the whole time, the black sheep the whole time, still in my face talking about we go find out who this is. Girl, you sitting next to me. And it took me to find out at a party. And by my best friend, we, we was like, we're going to be mature. We're going to talk. Mm-hmm. And so the reason that Wait, I said. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, can I just, because I, I just want to make sure I'm clear. You and your best friend stop being best friend because your best friend, because something was said. To my best friend. To your best friend. But your. Wait a minute, is this a second best friend? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Says, lied on my name. Mm hmm. To best friend. Oh, so that was broke. a that was she wasn't your best friend. No. Okay, 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 okay. But she okay. was a friend. She was a friend. Okay, okay, okay. A friend okay. that I thought I chose wisely at the time. Okay, okay, and okay, okay. I didn't look at what she brought to the table with us. And so she broke up what I had with my best friend, what we brought to each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it t- I say that to say it took that maturity to understand we chose each other for a reason. Yeah. And we need each other in such a way. Yeah. And so that's how she came out the closet because we talked. But you gotta, gotta understand, you chose your friends for a reason. Yeah, true. And, yeah. I had two best friends and they wanted to fight me. It was so crazy. It was like, I don't get what the point, like five of them. I didn't get the point. I had two best friends. It was, you know, it was like a little three, little three, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was at school, school. Yeah, I, I didn't go to school the day before that because I had a dentist appointment. So we didn't go to school. So next day I come to school. They was acting anti-social, so I'm like, what's, like, I went up to them, like, you know, I'm talking to like, being, you know, mature. I'm like, what y'all did, like, what I do to y'all? What I miss. Yeah, like, I, I miss a day of school, everything go down for them, I get back. So I'm like, what's the problem? You hanging with her, you know we don't like her. I was like, baby, first of all, <clears throat> let me cut my throat. <clears> throat> Whatever you have to do, whatever you got going with her, ain't got nothing to do with me. I feel like, even with family members, if you got a problem with a girl and you tell your cousin or your sister you can't hang with her, that ain't got nothing to do with that girl. You putting her in a mess between y'all two and you probably just like this girl but a nigga who ain't studying both of y'all. You fuck on something that happened to I'm sorry, it just, Whoa. like, <laughs> I got a friend, like, like, okay, so, I was with a girl at a party and- Don't call no name. I'm not. I was the girl at the party, and my friend, I don't know, she, I don't know, it's just like, she got mad at me because she was like, uh, I see you made a new friend. So I was like, what you talking about? So I had told the girl, and I asked her, I was like, to my this person, yeah, I'm talking about her. You know, if I don't like her, so you know my me and my family don't like her. And she's like, I don't like her because my family and me, you know that. And she's like, I'm going to stand behind my, my family member for whatever. I'm like... What I was like then I was like if it's if it's about this boy say the boy nine I said it's really stupid like y'all need to grow up because liking a girl over a nigga a nigga gonna do whatever he wants to do you can't you can't uh <laughs> you can't you like boys this generation I don't like them like boys this generation they don't they do what they want to do they can have a girlfriend and still fool with you. And lie to your face, lie to both of y'all face. Uh, uh. 
Yeah, like like I said, I said this boy on each one of y'all. He's worried about himself. He ain't studying nothing. He ripped the boy up here. You can't you can't make no boy. You can't tell no boy something he gonna do whatever he wanna do. <laughs> like, that's why we trying to tell the like girl, you trying to fight over a nigga, that ain't even worth it. Like he's not worth it for you to be fighting over. And if we talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> and if and if you feel like you gotta fight for this dude and he ain't saying nothing to nobody, like he ain't like if he ain't talking to his girlfriend, telling her she need like you know put on her place, mm-hmm. then what's your point of steal food with him when he gonna steal? He yeah, he gonna steal. Let her keep picking at you, talking stuff about you, like you know crossing the line. Like baby, when you cross that line with me, you cross that line forever. Like baby, I'm not gonna like you. We ain't gotta be cool. Like we ain't gotta be you know cool or nothing. But burnt bridges can't be rebuilt. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, girl, I'm like, I don't like that. Like, you can't get mad at no girl, but a dude who ain't even fooling with you at that mo- at this moment, and you still beefing the girl from years ago. That's petty, and that's not right. Like, uh-uh, I can't do that. And something spoke on, which is what I learned today at Sam's. Um, took my dad to Sam's and everything, and he saw his ex-girlfriend's sister. I was like, okay, little sister over there. Mm-hmm. Well, he goes and speaks, and they hug and chit chatting. So we walking out, I'm like, I'm surprised y'all still cool. You talk about why? I say because you broke up. Well, not you broke up, but y'all separated. So usually when y'all separate, y'all not supposed to deal with the family members no more. It's just a norm. See me? I feel like okay. So let's say if I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like let's say if I, I get a boyfriend, or whatever, and me and him break up. I'm not gonna stop my brother mm-hmm. from being cool with him. Like y'all still, you know, conversate, be cool, let call each other brothers. I'm not gonna have no problem with that as long as he don't cross the line or try to. You know, this, this, you. yeah, disrespect my boundaries and like that. Like I'm not gonna even yeah. have no problem with y'all being cool. Y'all can be cool, talk as long as y'all don't cross the line like talking about me bad or anything like that. I'm fine with it, and that's why I, I be trying to like these female nowadays. They fight, they fight, they'll fight you over, over a burger. <laughs> it's it's that burger. Burger? Oh, my burger. Me that burger, not you. Oh God, like who told you eat my burger? Like me. My yeah. man bought that baby. He bought it for me. It ain't your man. And it's just a burger. It's just a burger. Dang. You can go get another one from McDonald's, Burger huh. King. Chick fil A. Like, no, I'm saying. Wendy's. Y'all are a mess. Like, it just be, it just wild. I'll tell you, kids, I don't like this generation. I wish our generation was like old time generation. Because this generation, girls, they could be your friends that can expose you. Like, they fight on Facebook. No, I know. Associates. Yeah, I know these two girls. I ain't gonna say no nine. They got the sign nine though. <laughs> <laughs> but now look, so one of the girls, she was on live uh, on Facebook Live now. So hey. this how she is in the camera, showing the girl news everything. She like, look at this. Be like, she looking at Jay nasty. I'm like, no, the minute somebody do it to you, I'm like, gonna fall I'm, out. Like, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, God. Yeah, talk to your lord. I had to talk to him for a minute. I just called my phone like, God, please. Why you just help me with this shit? Like, this, help this generation, please. Like, One it was eight. just. Get back, get back, get back. <laughs> get them tired. Burn bridges can't be rebuilt. Say it again. Oh, okay. Say it again. Fine, we, fine. But we, 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 we still cool, though. Uh, but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah fine. So, everybody ain't meant for relationship. Yeah. Yep, everybody not meant for relationship. Like, some relationships are meant to be stay, stay friends, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's what I was saying. So, she was, so, yeah, the girl, the other girl, yeah, the other girl, 
So she got flying. The other girl pulled up when she exposed. And they got to fight. Yeah, so the girl that pulled up after the fight, um, the girl that's cool, the girl that disposed of the girl, she posted the fight. So her mama, her mama, like, y'all, I tell y'all, her mama on the y'all H's, something gonna happen to y'all. Uh, too? Yes, like, I'm that's like, where she get it from. these are kids, like, let these kids, said, that's like, she get it from. you need to tell, like, y'all, tell these kids, stop arguing, this is petty, like. Y'all supposed to be friends with y'all exposing each other, fighting each other over some dumb stuff. Give it, give it, give it was over. A nigga. See? Like, who does that? They ain't providing for you at all. <laughs> and that's the thing that me and my old best friend from elementary try to talk to new incoming high schoolers. Think about your education, because mm -hmm. a, a Negro, I don't want to say the word, yeah. a dude ain't going to get you in life. Mm -hmm. Them education, mm -hmm. and them, I'm standing up here looking at Miss Miles' degrees, that's going to get you somewhere mm -hmm. in life. Yeah. <laughs> if she, just say, just say Kim Lord forbid. Just say Kim decided to fire her, and she can't uh, broad uh, kill miles and everything. She can go to another job and say, "Look, I got my degree. What you need me to do?" Hmm. She got the job. I'm splat. <laughs> but yeah, but like it was just crazy. Her mom, then her sister, her older sister, her sister is grown, like fully grown. Um, some charges are gonna be pressed, and other girls. She was like, "We gonna press charge too," because she pulled up on us. But I was like, "Both of y'all in the wrong." Think about these. Y'all are arguing over. Y'all let a nigga come between y'all friendship. That's one thing about these females. Y'all don't let niggas. You the love that n word. You just you been wearing nigga, 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 yeah, nigga. Y'all let it's these. It's Juneteenth. Y'all let these. <laughs> y'all let these men. Well, no, no, no boys. Young boy, there you go, boy. Y'all let boy. these boys get between y'all friendship. That's one thing you don't do. But the first thing that they messed up with was sharing them. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it, like, that's how females do these days. Like, they just they share a same boy. Like, who does that? I can't be cool with you when you, like, I can be talking to that boy, and you you go behind me talking to him. I can't be your friend after that. That's disrespectful. I got a question for you, Shishi. Hmm? Just because I know the adult side of it, because that's how I heard about this story. I ain't going to say no names. One woman had a best friend that they was raised in church, and, like, that was her that was her rock dog. Had mm -hmm. girl code and everything. Mm -hmm. That woman divorced her man. Mm -hmm. And that best friend ended up getting with the man, her ex-husband, and they end up sleeping together. Who was in the wrong? Say it. The say that story one more time. Can you say that one more time? Okay, I'm going to use fake names. Okay. Rhoda was married to Laquisha. Mm -hmm. Laquisha divorced Rhoda. So, Klausa decides to sleep with Rhoda. But Klausa and LaQuisha was best friends all their life. Who in the wrong? What's the girl name? Klausa. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because Oh, you say Klausa in the wrong? Wait, no, wait. Which one was it? Klausa is the best friend. Wait, so I thought Klausa was the one that slept with No, the, no, yeah, wrong, 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 wrong in the wrong because he should never sleep. But both of them in the wrong, so we are in the class and wrong in the wrong. Wait a minute, because I'm your ex-wife, that's your ex-wife best friend, and y'all shouldn't sleep together even though y'all are divorced. and Klausa, I mean, Rode and LaQuisha. Yeah, LaQuisha. Was married. They were married. Yeah. And got divorced. Hold on. They got divorced. And then LaQuisha. Oh, but hold on, you need to know this. They got divorced because she cheated. You ain't tell me that part. Oh, uh, okay. So she, 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 she's a cheater. Yeah, okay. But at the, uh, on top of that, then, before she cheated, he cheated. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You ain't tell me all this. So I'm just, but, but, so, okay. So 
So LaQuisha and Klasa, I know I ain't spelling neither one of these things right, 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 right now. Uh, LaQuisha and Klasa, they both. Uh, <laughs> LaQuisha and Klasa are best friends, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rod, Rod and LaQuisha, husband and wife. X now. But they are ex. Mm-hmm. Both of them cheated. Mm-hmm. Klasa then goes and she sleeps marries with, up and she sleeps no, she with sleeps him. She sleeps with him. She builds a relationship with Ro. She builds a relationship with Ro. Mm-hmm. And she's best friends with Laquisha. Not no more, but they was raised and they was best friends. And they had girl codes. Ooh. Or is there even a problem? So I'm going to say, I'm going to give an example. So there was one relationship that I was in where my mom was like, you and such and such was friends. And I was like, that girl wasn't my friend. She talked about me like I was a dog when we was little. <laughs> Who are you talking about? That was my friend. And I was like, you shouldn't date him. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do because they weren't my friend. But if that was my quitter, mm-hmm. ain't no way I'm going to go talk to John. Ain't no way I'm going to go talk to any of her exes because mm-hmm. that's my girl. Mm-hmm. That is my home. That, that's my ride or die. I'm not going to go talk to nobody that my quitter, Keisha, Misha, none of them talk to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? But if we were we were friends as kids and you, don't you say, we're not. Don't you say just associates. Like, yeah, because mm-hmm. to me, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like we were really, really strong associates and we grew apart and I just to have to have found this gentleman and found him nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I do my best not to dibble and dabble with other folks, men, mm-hmm. but if it's like if it's somebody I call my smart like my god if I call them my god sisters ain't no way in hell I'm going behind them. If I if I called my like my best friend I wouldn't dare go behind her. If I had like a like a real like a really close relationship and like like I call somebody my friends like I got two friends no three that I would never go behind their back and talk to what they used to talk to because that is disrespectful and that's breaking the that's breaking the girl code okay. all the way in. And see, so that's women's perspective. My perspective as a young male is LaQuisha shouldn't be mad at Road because not only are y'all divorced, but you have a whole nother boyfriend. Yeah, like it shouldn't, there yeah. should be no problem. There should be no issues, period. Because, because none of us are together. Klasa. At but a funeral. At a, fr- at a what? At a funeral. Uh, ain't a funeral. They both cheated on each other while they was married, and they both divorced, and she got a whole another man. Mm-hmm. So what's your whole point? party and everything? Like what's your point in fighting this girl that was your associate then? Oh, oh, wait, wait a minute! Right. No, 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 no! <laughs> this is too much. That's how I know the whole story. <laughs> Oh, gosh, that is hilarious, y'all. But I've been through that, though. Females want to find me. Oh, boy. It's okay. I'm so glad she didn't use that. Yeah. Yeah. When I say you was flaming that word, I was like, is she? I'm like, Lord, does she not know another word? Yeah. And I'm just like, come on, baby. Like, every other. I'm sorry. That's what I'm used to. I'm not used to saying boy or ma'am. You saying that because, you know, my mom and she like. I'm used to that. I wouldn't call them men yet because they haven't established themselves as men. They're not taking uh-huh. care of themselves. They're not doing anything, you know, mm-hmm. men like. But uh, boy, mm-hmm. you know, I, I sometimes I uh, using that word is a little bit too much disrespectful. Yeah. Sometimes, cause you know, like I, I think I said it on an earlier podcast. I was like, my nigga, come on, but you know, yeah. you know, you won't see it every fifteen seconds. It just. What's y'all thoughts on that? Because I, I used to get in my cousin about that word. I used to hate it. What to my n word? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel like you. Go ahead. Well, I know they be like, bl- 
Caucasians shouldn't use it, but I got to think about it. Us African Americans use it a lot, like in songs. Like we be like, in this, in it, and I shoot your house up. You know, like that's not, that's not, you know, respectful to us because, like, that's you, the they you the, yeah, they gave us that word by, you know, us like as slaves. You know, like that's not. So we received the word, and the word that we received was N I G G E R, nigger, which means an ignorant individual, right? That's mm-hmm. why they gave us that title. And what black people attempted to do was take that word and like desensitize it, like stop it from being so aggressive and say nigger. Like that's like, like you are my person. Um, mm-hmm. I. I think about it in the same way as I think about the word bitch. Um, because you see so many, me and my friends when we were young, we were like, bitch, let me tell you what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And they was like, let me you tell you something tea. what happened at the stove. Mm. This, this boy I see at the stove, he was so fine. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, a, it's, a, it's a term of endearment, like when we utilize it. Um, and some people, <sighs> I've never, I think out of respect, and yeah, you know, we might feel differently. I think out of respect, um, white people should not utilize the word um, just simply because of where the word comes from. But I understand like where people, you know, want to draw the line and why they want to draw the line and how it affects people. But again, for years, my friends and I would be like, bitch, let me tell you, da, da, da. Uh, that's, my, that's my nigga right there. What am I nigga? And again, not meaning nothing derogatory. It's just like, that's a term of endearment that we have. Yeah. So like, you can, you can, like, how you used it, that's like, you know, oh, I got to tell you something. But, you know, some other people, like, it, like, you know, like, oh, girl, you, like, oh, like, you know, oh, you me. Yeah. It's like, it's certain, it's different, like, tones and you know using it like some people think you just call them one just be disrespectful but sometimes you just call them ones you know like oh you know you might you know you might be you know like as mm-hmm. a friend you know like as a friend like we're phrasing it as like a friend but other people just use you know just disrespectful or something like that so question how would y'all feel in this situation it was a tv show i was watching maybe about two years ago and you had black people and a chinese girl and they probably i think it was Ink, uh, what's the ink? Black ink. Black, Black ink. ink. I think it was one of them. And so, of course, they all used to. Oh, you talking about when, uh, when they got mad at uh, Lily? Yes, but I'm like, any other time on the show, she can use this word and it's no problem. But the minute that y'all get in an argument and she uses the word, but don't call you the word, she just uses it because she uses it every day in the shop. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. I think so. I used to watch, uh, I watched it a lot. And I think, um, I felt that all of that was crazy. But I also understood where people were coming from as far as like how she she said, like it's your tone, right? Um, like your tone and body language sort of like dictates how I feel when you say X, Y, or Z. Like I can be like, yeah, I love you. <laughs> right, like the, this, that's totally different. This yeah. is two totally like different the other things. One, that's dry. Yeah, yeah, you know, like it's dry. Like, yeah, yeah, I love you, whatever. You know, like you know how to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This how boys be, man. Exactly. You know I love you. You just be telling a whole, a whole lie. Like, please cut this shit out. But I, I think that like, with with Lily, they were just so up. They were. It was so much other stuff that she had done that pissed them off that caused it to blow out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, 
So I think that was like the issue. But I don't. It's just like, I don't know the backstory. I just watched that little scene. You just watched that one episode? Like, I know she used this word multiple times because I've seen the scene, but now that y'all arguing, it's a problem. Yeah, it was. Uh, th- there was more. It, it, Lily had done so much other stuff, but again, she had been afforded the opportunity because she was in that space to talk like that. Ooh. And then, it wasn't oh, cool. I just a little bit. You It's a white behind. Oh, I got one. Thank you. Uh, but when and then, so that's just like if. I let you do something consistently, like all the time I'm letting you do it. And then this one time at band camp, I decide that you can't do it because I don't like the way it made me feel in that moment, what we had going on. Then I've created that problem because I've already made you feel secure in that space. Confused. Yeah. It's like, well, so what? Now you mad because I'm saying the word, but I've been saying the whole time. That's how we dab each other up. That happens in high school. Because it happened to me using the B word with my friends. I'm like, really? After all the many times I done called you a B and now you want to say something? <laughs> it just, it, high school is like, high school is crazy. It's like you got to deal with fake friendships, relationships. So what are you gonna? What are you all gonna do to keep? So Anthony is. Uh, this is his last year. He's getting ready to be out senior season. She she has another year. What are you all gonna do in order to make sure that you have successful junior and senior years? Me, I feel like I'm just gonna stay to myself this year and worry about my. I'm gonna focus on me, and you know my my you know my school. I'm gonna focus on the rest of my school year. I'm trying to get out of high school. I'm not trying to go backwards. Yeah, I'm trying good. to move forward. For me, the umbrella of it all, for me specifically, then I can say one for high schoolers, remembering my role as vice president. Mm-hmm. That is my, not look, but my, that's my name. When I start my minutes, I have to introduce me as vice president Anthony Owens. And so everything falls up under that. I can't do certain things because I hold this title. I can't go to these things because I hold this title. And that was the issue my 10th grade year with Miss Dixon because I was, oh, I'm sorry, bleep. Yes, bleep that out. <laughs> what minute is this? <laughs> How do we see the time? One twenty-two. One twenty-two. That was my issue with SLT, um, my tenth grade year, because I was vice president, but I would go to parties and still be twerking on the walls and on the floor and everything. And they would have a problem with that. But I'm like, this is who I am. But now I see President Trump. He the president, but still act like a plum fool. Ooh, ooh. And so I couldn't <laughs> hold that role and still be leading by example on the floor. Yeah. So that's what's going to help me through senior year. But as regular seniors, remember your end goal. Because you you should work towards it. You should do everything that you need to do to work towards that goal. Mm-hmm. Awesome, Sauce. Well, y'all, we, we, I think this is an excellent conversation. Yeah. Oh. It, it, that's what I want to keep a, going. Like, right? This should be a segment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, it could be a series where we interview. Series, yeah. No, no, no. Well, segment. Segment, you're right. Segment series. Well, yeah. It just, I, I just feel like, okay, so ninth grade shit was hard. No, it was easy, actually. Ninth grade, I, I say, like, out of ninth, tenth, eleventh, ninth grade year was my best year because, like, well, I don't know yet because I ain't been in my, my, no. my 11th grade year or 12th grade year ain't started, so I'm mom. I'm just saying. For me, 11th grade year was the easiest because I didn't have to worry about no test this year. This was, to me, I feel like nobody should have failed this year just because you had the easiest Blessings way. on top of blessings. COVID-19 was nothing but blessings. You can say what you want. You can say what you want, but if you didn't utilize COVID-19, that's your goddamn fault. No way to fail. No way. Teachers, 
One teacher didn't want to teach online, so they made it the easiest way possible to grade. I I, I, I really enjoy teaching online. He just, he just, <laughs> ninth grade too. I wasn't really worried about ninth grade too, because I knew we want testing, but I was like, you know, I was like, oh, let me go ahead and study, do this, so I can be ready for my 10th grade year and my testing. But we ain't taking no state tests. I want to know how we going to do, we might got to take them next year then, because. Texas, we exam. Long as you pass them classes. And I look at some of my friends. Uh, that was tough. I'm like, how you got this many missing assignments? Mm-hmm. As easy as that as it is, I was tutoring my little cousin in his science class alone. He had 133 missing assignments. Whoa! Wait a minute. We somehow for for no. He go to private school. I don't know the name of it, but it's a private school. How you got the many? Exactly. And uh, my, his mama was <laughs> like, the teacher should never gave him that many. I say no. The teacher gave. It Whatever just, she needed to give. These for that kids don't requirement. want. They don't want to do no work. They want to sit around and you just, you know, just be late and play. It's like that's what I'm hoping. Walk from. That's how like how the ninth graders is. They think that high school is so easy. Like they can just go around, run around, and they fight. Like when I tell you, they fight early in the morning. Like how yeah. y'all have so much energy to fight early in the morning over a boy? Like you spend that much time to make sure your hair done, your yeah. face done, everything. You get to school and get in a fight, you, and then your you. hair hanging out, your shirt ripped. You in the office look like, all right. <laughs> like you, you come to school, you looking cute, you know, looking all right. You come just to fight. I mean, one, I mean, one girl came to school. She had her hair braided to the back, took a wig off. I was like, oh, for real? I know it took at least 40 minutes to get that wig off. I'm saying. Probably took an hour. You never know. Like, what? I couldn't do it. I wouldn't dare fight over nothing. And it'd be be some stupid stuff they fight over. Like, it'd be crazy. Like, they can fight over a boy. They they can be fighting over a tray of food. They can be fighting over anything. Like, it'd be crazy. Just to end, because my laptop got a struggle with doing long episodes. Yes, Lord. High schoolers, teenagers, because this series started off was about parents. So just look at both sides of it. Look at how you feel and try to understand how they feel. And if you can't understand it, ask. Uh, most of the time, they will explain their story without having a disrespectful conversation. Mm-hmm. And then sticking on high school, try your hardest. Remember that you have a future after this. Don't stress this yourself out. End. Don't stress yourself out. Either. Like, if you need help, it ain't it ain't hard. It ain't it ain't hard to ask, like, you know, a teacher for help. There's people there for you. Yeah, like, don't be scared to ask a teacher. Can you help me? Like, don't don't feel, like, some type of way when you ask a teacher for help. Like, you ain't always got to, you know, do it yourself. If you don't understand it, ask for help. Don't be sitting there looking crazy. And, yeah, a lot you know, of teachers say, I'm only here for the money. We'll make them do their job for the money. Ask them for help. And they, and they tell you that, you know, do it yourself. Go to the principal. That's what you do. You better, mm-hmm. you better go to that principal. You it's better go- tell everything. It's people in your corner, even if you don't know them. Mm-hmm. I've met some people at my school that I really did not like, but they was in my corner. So I had to use them to my advantage. Didn't like them, but he used them. I know. But that sounds wrong. No, that's not, that does not sound wrong. That because you don't have to necessarily like everybody to understand yeah. that they have something that they can help you with. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't gotta be the, the, the greatest like them, friends, you know. <laughs> like, what? You like them, I don't. I like them. <laughs> oh God, I don't know who that is. But <laughs> everyone in your life, bringing it back to religion, everyone is in your life for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yep, a reason and a season. Cause some some of them are lessons that need to be taught. Exactly. And others are just you know to elevate to, you. Yeah, to stick by your side with for whatever. 
All right. Well, I appreciate Anthony and Aaliyah for spending this hour and 30 minutes with me. Uh, I'm not saying it because it's funny. I I really like it. And uh, Oh, yeah. Anthony got to edit this thing. Uh, But look at God. Look at him. He recording and doing the work. Come on, God. Come on, God. But, um... Uh, thank y'all so much. Hopefully, we can start like a new mini series. May uh, Anthony and I actually have to hold a conversation about some stuff when we finish. So, thank y'all so much for joining us and talking about things that parents need to hear, and then taking the conversation and transitioning it to things that students need to know, like teenagers need to know and understand, and be capable of, and recognize their selves as well. So, just uh, continue to be great. Continue to do the work. Um, and don't be afraid to speak up when you need someone to speak like we need to speak so people can understand and know what you are going through we appreciate you all so much at 30 something and virgin if you have not had the opportunity to go to the podcast platforms and subscribe please do so we're available on all podcast platforms please go like and subscribe to my youtube channel 30 something and virgin and my facebook page page 30 something and virgin and you can also check me out on instagram at Aquila mouth Damn it. It's Aquila Miles 03. Was it 3? Miles Aquila 03. I don't know. Let me look up. Hold on, y'all. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, y'all. I forgot it. Hold on just a second. That's how much she got up under her belt. Yeah, it's really like this. It's really a lot. And I just Far pray that God. Um, I, I know that God is going to keep on lifting me higher so my instagram page and i apologize you all my instagram page is akila underscore miles oh three all right (laughs) we were all the way off (laughs) but my instagram page name it used to be hefe i am because i am the dun daughter i am the leader i don't mind being that but it is now because of my business akila underscore miles oh three that's instagram and then on everything else 30 something and virgin just type it in on the podcast platforms that'll pop up please go ahead and subscribe youtube uh, please go ahead and subscribe and go to www.akilamouse.com forward slash shop and purchase some items we got some nice stuff on there you got the books on there or just go plainly to www.akilamouse.com and you can actually just sign up for the website and go to Anchor. You can go to Anchor too if you don't have any of the other podcast platforms to listen. Please, please go on Anchor. Anchor and YouTube and those podcast platforms that is helping me to hopefully soon get monetized. So please, please go and listen. Thank y'all so much. Y'all have a beautiful weekend and we'll see you next Friday.